Hello, this is Richard C. Wilson from the Family Office Club. Today we're doing a member spotlight interview with Joe Pastore. Welcome, Joe. Thank you for having me. Sure. And um, Joe, how do you operate within the investment world? What type of investment firm do you run? Okay, we work for a, a hedge fund, and it's one of the top performing hedge funds in the world. So we have some really exciting things going on that I'm really happy to share with everybody. Great. And in terms of... Uh, you know, top performing in this type of an environment. Someone might listen to this a year and a half from now, of course, but we're recording this at the very end of April and it'll probably go live first couple of days of May. So to be top performing and have a consistent return during this time is obviously a lot harder than it has been the last, you know, seven years. So can you comment a little bit about how you're able to produce that and how you operate? Okay, I'd be happy to. Well, first thing is we have three different funds. And our performance is very, very good at any time of period. One of them is up over 200% year to date. One of them is up over 100% year to date. And one of them is up over 50% year to date. And we've done that under the most volatile circumstances. And we do that by A, not taking directional bets. And B, we're not regular equity managers. We start out in cash every morning and we end up in cash at the end of the day. All of our strategies are 100% liquid. And at the end of the day, they're hedged. So they have less risk than an individual stock. I see. So it seems like um, it's a sophisticated strategy and um, you're, you're going in and out of positions quickly. You know, you're not taking a long-term market directional bet like a lot of people might put on their 80 securities or their 20 best ideas. Your holding period is intraday, sometimes for minutes or hours, I would guess you're holding some securities. Is that right? That's correct. Our longest trade is usually around 40 minutes. And for one of our strategies, we will have overnight positions and long-term positions. But in a volatile market like this, we've realized you can't do that. You've got to be able to mitigate the volatility. And the way to do that is staying short and hedging your positions. Sure. And are you simply uh, trading you know, equity securities or are you trading many types of instruments and securities and commodities, et cetera? No. We're only trading options and we're trading ETFs because we've learned that it's impossible to predict the behavior of any individual stock. But when you're looking at ETFs, it's very easy because people exhibit a herd mentality and all you need to know is whether it's going to be the risk on trade, which is greed or the risk off trade, which is fear. And if you have a system for identifying when it goes from fear to greed and greed to fear, then you've got something. And then if you hedge that, then you're really ahead of the game because even if you're wrong, you're not gonna take a big hit where if you're riding the markets up and down, I mean, it's absolutely impossible. There's so much whipsawing in a market like this. So we don't believe in taking that kind of risk. We wanna just stay short, stick with our model, our intraday trading signals. We will never take a position unless there's at least a 70% probability that will be correct. And most positions we won't answer unless there's at least a 90% probability that we're right. Hmm. Definitely can relate to the uh, ripsaw effects. I mean, look at yesterday up so strong, yesterday back down. Uh, people aren't watching this in real time, I realize, but anyone who's been watching the markets can relate to what you just said for sure. Um, I was trading notes with Ellie uh, a couple of minutes ago for my team. We connected with uh, to set up this interview here today and she mentioned um, they had talked about the, the movie, The Big Short, and opportunities that come that, you know, I know some managers do best when there's lots of volatility. It's when they really shine. 
uh, either because they have steady returns while other things are going down or because the volatility is what allows them to capture value. But can you comment on, you know, any opportunities you see that's related to, you know, that film since you brought it up? Yeah, well, one of them, you're absolutely right, is completely related to volatility. Um, what we're doing is we're selling options on expiration date. And to make this simple for everybody, it's like selling a carton of milk on expiration date. You know, at the end of the day, it's going to be worth zero. Let's say your gallon of milk costs $5. Right now, because of volatility, that gallon of milk is going for $20. So it's almost easy money. Plus, there are so many risk controls there. Because what's your risk if you're selling options? Your risk is that the price shoots up. Well, I'm going to give you a real-world example. About a month ago, when the Dow shot, shot up 2,000 points on a Friday, that's the equivalent to 240 points on the S&P. Well, we were writing calls that were 300 points out of the money. So even on one of the biggest moves in history, we weren't even close to losing money. Plus, you have circuit breakers that kick in at 7.5%. Market moved 9.5% that day. So once again, we weren't even close. Plus, our trades aren't the full day. Um, so you could see, plus we're hedged. So there's really a lot of risk controls here. So even if everything went absolutely wrong, you still wouldn't be losing money. Sure. And I know that you're, you're overall pretty bullish on the market. Um, can you point to a few of the reasons why you think you are because, um, or why you are? Because I see that in the news, you know, everyone's using these letter type shapes, which are obviously not going to reflect the actual shape of the market, but they're trying to get across whether it's going to be you know, a couple W's connected, which would probably be best for you, honestly, with volatility like that, or if it's going to be a slow recovery, uh, et cetera. You know, what, what makes you bullish right now? Well, actually, to be clear, we're not bullish. We're completely bearish. Okay. And there are two reasons. From a fundamental basis, okay, well, what's going on right now? We see, you know, the market peaked, and then it went down to its trough. And we've seen a 50% retracement. And this is a classic technical chart. And we've seen this, guess where? 1929, 1973, 1987, 2001, 2008. Right. And once again, going back to that movie, The Big Short, that's where we are right now, where people are like, okay, COVID is almost over. We've seen the market come back somewhat. You know, things aren't so bad. I think, you know, the market's coming back. But the reality is that's about as far from the truth as possible. Think about it. We just shaved two months off GDP and people are just gonna shake that off like nothing happened. When the first quarter hasn't been horrible because the volatility didn't really start until the middle of March. So the numbers aren't so bad. So that's another reason people are saying, yeah, you know, it's not that bad. But wait till the second quarter earnings hit. It's gonna be nowhere to hide when you see all these bankruptcies all these defaults, all these companies' earnings down 90%. Nancy Pelosi just issued a statement saying they need another trillion dollars just to prop up states and municipalities, never mind citizens, before they start going into bankruptcy. So anybody who thinks the economic impact of this is over is out of their minds, both from a fundamental basis and on a technical basis. But you know, we don't expect that to really set in once again until probably July because that's mm. when you're going to see the real defaults coming. And that's when you're going to see the second quarter earnings. But the you know, first quarter earnings weren't bad. So people think this is over and it's far from over. I'm glad you said that because you know, part of my job when doing um, discussion panels is to be professionally polite of all different opinions. And same with doing these interviews, of course. 
Uh, but honestly, myself, there was an article that came out from a big economist yesterday just saying this is going to get much more painful than people want to admit. And when restaurants are allowed to open and their maximum capacity can be 25%, do you think they're going to go back and hire all 32 of their staff? No, they're going to hire, you know, nine of their staff and make them work 12 hours a day because they just sat with an empty restaurant for two months. And uh, there's so many examples of that you, that you could go to, not to mention the liability of people going to movie theaters or your corporate offices. So um, a lot of business owners I know would agree with you. And a few of the family office clients we work with were just talking about yesterday on an update, whether they want to unwind maybe their 25% of capital they put back into the market and unwind 7 or 8% of that because they just feel like it's going too well. But, um, you know, I'm not the stock market expert. You're, you know, miles beyond where I'll ever be in my lifetime on anything related to the stock market. But your sentiment is in line with, I think, a lot of what people are uh, being cautious about because um, if we're wrong, then okay, things just go better than we expected. But if you're wrong the opposite direction, you know, there's a little bit more pain to deal with uh, uh, if you're wrong that way. Um, anything else you want to mention related to the unique strategies that you guys use or anything maybe that when you first meet an investor, maybe they get tripped up on either um, your strategy or a term you use or something that makes you different than a lot of other hedge funds out there that you'd want to clear up here on the video? Right. Well, the first thing I want to you know, make sure people are clear on is people hear hedge fund and they think, oh, that's risky. And nothing could be further from the truth because we are actually hedged. As I mentioned earlier, we're doing a series of short-term trades and we're hedging them. So we're never, ever going to have as much risk as just owning an individual stock. But the message I really want to get to across to people why we're different and what we see is, once again, going back to the big short is, this is the opportunity of a generation. You never see so clearly choreographed that there's a major correction coming. I mean, once again, there's no denying what's going to happen with these bankruptcies. You know, the example you just used, that's a pretty good example that restaurants aren't coming back. Um, movie theaters, major companies are going bankrupt. You just can't shave two months off GDP and not feel the pain. And I don't know how people can ignore that. But once again, right. all the reasons the market's trading up is sentiment. You know, of course, yes, the Fed pumped $2 trillion, it's going to be $3 trillion into the system. Um, yes, we're getting past the, the COVID portion, but the economic reality hasn't set in yet. We haven't seen the real numbers. And, you know, at the end of the day, the stock market is the expectation of future earnings. Well, we just destroyed future earnings, at least for this year and probably for most of next year. So what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> right, right. right. So we have strategies that can actually take advantage of this. We have a proven track record in volatile markets. We have strategies that are market neutral. So that's what you need to be doing right now. If, you have, if you're working with a money manager and they're not market neutral, if they're not used to dealing in volatile markets, um, you need to get out of there. We told our clients in February, before the volatility really hit, to go to cash. James yeah. McDonald is the principal at Hercules Investments. He appeared on Bloomberg on February 7th and told people, go to cash. There was wow. going to be a major correction coming. And you know, when you think about it, it's not rocket science. Volatility was an all-time low. The market's at an all-time high. We were at the beginning of a pandemic. And he didn't say the market's going down. He said, you know what? Buy volatility. He told people on that day, buy UVYX, which is a VIX or a volatility index. Right. He did this on Bloomberg Radio. It went from eight to over $100. Wow. 
anyone who listened, you know, even if you didn't ride it all the way up, you at least doubled your money. And they most people, well. some people got a 10 X return on that. He's been dead right so far. And this is his call. And we all stand with him at Hercules investments. We see this coming once again, both from a technical and from a fundamental basis. So if you don't, yeah. if you're not with somebody who knows how to mitigate risk, if you're not with somebody who knows how to stay short, if you're not with somebody who knows how to trade in a market like this, go to cash. <laughs> yeah, we heard of, uh, we heard from a person who runs a 38 person family office investor club just yesterday. We did an investor mandate interview with them. He was very cautionary and similar to yourself as well. And it seems to be, uh, you know, a common theme within some of the the interviews we're doing this week. So. And like I mentioned earlier, it's always uh, better to be overly cautious and overly aggressive when things could go could go wrong against you strongly. Um, I just have two more questions. I know we're trying to keep this relatively tight and respect your time sure. here today. Um, what's the number one due diligence question that people should be asking hedge funds like yourself or anybody pitching an investment right now? Obviously, part of that might be, do you have a market neutral strategy? But I guess beyond that, what's the number one question you think that people should be asking? And the number one question I would have people ask is, how is it possible you can achieve high returns without taking risk? What mechanism is it you're using right now to mitigate risk and to be able to navigate markets like this without getting hurt? You know, right. a lot of clients have come to me when we start talking to prospects like, your high returns scare us because that means it that. must be risky. And it's like, right. no, it's the opposite because it's a series of short trades it's a think of jack and you're the house in vegas you keep hitting singles and doubles and the odds are in your favor as long as you're only taking trades that are between 70 and 90 percent probability of being correct you keep doing this and the returns really gather once again we're not looking to hit home runs where you have returns but a quarter of a percent a day half a percent a day last year our itrs strategy which means intraday trading strategy it was up over 300%. And that's why it's not these big trades. It's a lot of, a lot of singles and doubles. And as long as right. you're not losing money, you keep putting that together. That's how you do it. And that's what people should be asking. How are you making money? Are you taking directional bets? Are hmm. you hedged? And are you liquid? And it does seem on the surface level, like a too good to be true type category because it's so high compared to most funds. I'm sure you face that challenge when I mean, you just brought that up because you do face that challenge. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. You know, so I guess that's, it's an educational game. I think there's other people listening to this who might run an investment firm who also get labeled as too good to be true. And I guess showing them those case studies, the examples, you know, specific, a couple example trades that you've done that day or the day before, et cetera, are just ways that you get, you get through that, I would guess. Yeah, and um, we don't do a lot of trading. We actually, do on average one trade a day. We're okay. not one of these people doing high frequency trading. And because okay. the beauty of a hedge fund is we see the signal, we take it. If there's no signal, you don't take it. And you're not trapped in a position where overnight, oh my God, the market went down a thousand points, you're going to get hammered. No, we're going back to cash. So we don't care what's happening overnight in most of our strategies, not all of them. Right. So right. it's it's really low risk. And what I you know one thing I want to get out there is we do webinars every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we show people, we explain to them, A, what's going on in the market, B, how we're generating the returns, C, how we're different. So mm. everyone has a chance to kind of get to know us before they would ever put a penny at risk. 
Yeah, that's great. I mean, with, with all of these that we do, uh, it should go without saying, but with all these we do, obviously everyone needs to do their, their full due diligence. But what we've found is the best way to build a relationship with investors is to give value through a webinar just like that. I wasn't aware you were doing those, but you know, we do webinars on Tuesdays and we've found that education is the best way to attract a sophisticated investor. And it's almost like the beginning of their due diligence as you share your expertise, you share your strategies, it's more meaningful than looking at a pitch deck of static images and graphs, oh, right? So, so I'm guessing that's why you raise your hand to do this video interview. You know that works. You know that that's a format that you, you communicate with people on uh, all the time. So I guess that's served you well during this pandemic lockdown time. Okay. So if somebody wants to get on one of those webinars, learn more, get in touch with you, you know, what's the best method of doing so? Um, anyone, uh, I give you my phone number, give you my email, and we're happy to get links sure. to the webinar to them. You know, whatever works for people. Um, my email address is um, j.pastore, which is P-A-S-T-O-R-E, at hercules-investments.com. Or just call me. My phone number is 310-493-0044. But basically, yeah, if you can get, get people to go to the webinar, just check it out. They'll know very, very soon whether it's, wow, this is something I want to be involved in or no, it's not but we can show you it's not risky. We have the returns and it's fully liquid. And that's the most important thing. You know, it's T plus three, like anything else. You want your money back after three days because you're not happy. There's no lockup period. There's no black box. The accounts are opened with interactive brokers, which is one of the largest in the world. So they right. see all their positions in real time. So this I is see. not one of these hedge funds where just, we don't know what's going on. No, this is fully liquid. You see everything every second. Right, right. There's no two-year lockup and black box algo rhythm, you know, trading stuff a thousand times a day. It's totally different than that. Um, I know you're in the Los Angeles area. So, you know, if somebody wants to come and give you a fist bump, uh, you know, a couple months from now and when people are actually meeting again and they're in the California, LA area, I'm sure they could easily connect with you there as well in person. Yeah, right? that would be great. And our office is in the U.S. Bank Tower, which is the largest building in Los Angeles. So we're easy to find. <laughs> okay. Great, great. Well, I appreciate you doing this interview here, Joe. We haven't had any hedge fund uh, related experts uh, being on the interview since the crisis began. So we're glad to have that perspective and your insights just on what's going on in the market overall. We're getting a lot of questions about that from our members. So appreciate your time here today. Thank you for your time. And once again, if you know, anyone wants to get in touch with me or you can facilitate that, that would be great. Great. Thank you. Take care. Hey, thank you. Bye.